Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. Great news. I've got a great series for you called the Greatest Gift Series. Powerful series about salvation. My prayer is that you will come to know Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. If you know of anyone who has not asked Jesus Christ into their life and you don't feel comfortable sharing the gospel with them, gospel of the kingdom, the gospel of the good news, please, by all means, share this series with them. Spread it out. Get it out there, folks. Time is short. Tomorrow isn't promised to any of us. God bless. Enjoy the show. Hey, folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. Once again, we're talking about that ultimate free gift. We talked about salvation on Resurrection Weekend just this past weekend. Hey, stay tuned, folks. Like I said, the month of April, we're going to be talking about salvation, the ultimate free gift for everyone. Stay tuned. Okay, folks. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Hope you all had a wonderful resurrection weekend. And uh, hey, we're celebrating Jesus Christ, crucified, raised from the dead, seated at the right hand of the Father for you and for me. So thanks for tuning in as always. Always great to hear from you folks. Thanks for all the comments and uh, the messages. It's good to hear from you folks. So we're going to jump right in. So this one is titled, Receive the Ultimate Free Gift. And remember, if you ask Jesus Christ into your life as Savior and Lord, please let us know. Let me know in the comment section or let me know in Messenger. Just send me a message. And praise report, there are many people sending us messages in private asking about Jesus Christ. So praise God. If one, everybody rejoices, right? Just like losing that one sheep and leaving the 99 to go find the one. So keep that in mind. Okay, so jumping in. Receive the ultimate free gift. John 3.16 in the English Standard Version reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Praise God. But the question is, why did God give his only Son? Well, we know the answer. It's in the verse, right? Because he loved us so much that he wanted to give us a second chance at redemption. And redemption, though, but redemption for what, you might be thinking. The word redemption means the action of saving or being saved from sin, error, or evil. God's plans for the redemption of his world. And I love that, how they put that actually in the, in the dictionary. So that's neat to see God's plan for the redemption of his world. Okay, so it sounds like we needed saving as a human race, didn't it? But why, right? Because of something tragic that took place in the past. Well, that tragic event that took place was the fall of man in the beginning. Many of you know about that in Genesis and many of you don't. So that's why I'm sharing these messages this month, really taking a real serious look at salvation because the message needs to be shared around the world with all the nations. So as you can read in Genesis chapter one through three, the creation recount, as well as the fall of Adam and Eve. And I encourage you folks, if you haven't read Genesis chapter one through three, jump in there and read it. In fact, read the whole entire book of Genesis. In fact, read the whole Bible. <laughs> I know baby steps, right? But this powerful and tragic series of events paved the way for the destruction of humankind by the hands of Satan. Satan tricked Adam and Eve. He deceived them. 
He's a great deceiver. He tricked Adam and Eve into sinning against God by disobeying the one thing he asked them not to do. And as you'll read, God told Adam in Genesis chapter 2, 15 through 17, the Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. But the Lord God warned him, you may freely eat of the fruit of every tree in the garden except, dun dun dun, parents, you know all about this, talking to our children, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. And once again, I want to encourage you all to read the first three chapters of Genesis to refresh your memory of the beginning. It's every single time you get in the word and you might read a passage that you've read in the past, and then you go back and you read it again. And there's always sometimes there's this new nugget, this new nugget that you'll find in the word. And you'll just be like, I don't remember that part. I don't remember that it wasn't an apple, you know, but hey, all the pictures and all the books always show it being an apple. We don't know what type of fruit it was. All we know is it was something that he wasn't supposed to eat the fruit of that tree. You know, and of course, the end result, of course, being Adam and Eve both ate of the fruit and disobeyed the Lord because Satan had deceived them in believing it was okay to eat. And right then and there. And so in my life, I've got my uh, life translation study Bible here. It's a New Living Translation. And uh, it has a real neat list about Satan's plans against us. And here it is. So this is the list. So he bring, these are the things he likes to plant in all of us. If we're not paying attention, we've got doubt. Makes you question, right? Makes you question God's word and his goodness. Discouragement. Many people are facing discouragement right now. You know what I'm talking about? Facing discouragement with everything going on in the world makes you look at your problems rather than at God. So instead of focusing on God, like many of us did during this whole election in the United States, we're focusing on the world, we're focusing on diversions and the whole nine yards when we should have been focusing on the Lord. We were getting discouraged for the wrong reasons. Diversion makes the wrong things seem attractive so that you will want them more than the right things. Think about it. How many times have you wanted to reach for that donut instead of that vegetable? You know what I mean? That's just a silly example. But reaching out, nothing wrong with donuts, by the way, folks. But the same thing, diversion, makes the wrong things seem attractive so that you will want them more than the right things. Defeat, he plants defeat, okay? Makes you feel like a failure so that you don't even try. That's a good one because many of us have been there. If you felt defeated, oh, I can't do this. I can never do anything for the Lord. And that's just lies from the enemy. Delay is the last one. Makes you put off doing something so it never gets done. How many of you have been called by God to do something? I've talked about this in past episodes. How many of you have been coaxed by the Holy Spirit to go speak to someone about Jesus Christ or whatever it may be, but yet you delay, you kick your feet, you shuffle your feet, excuses start happening, and before you know it, you end up not doing it. You know, these five tactics of the enemy are real, and many of you know it because many of us, including Stephen Lewis, that's why I put us, have lived in them before and even still are at times. So because of that day in the garden, the relationship between humans and God was broken. But there's hope, you know, the old infomercial. But wait, there's more. <laughs> well, there's hope. 
God chose a people to help usher in a Redeemer. That Redeemer, of course, is Jesus Christ. You know, I want to encourage you all to open up your Bibles and read them. Read the amazing accounts of men and women that God chose to rise up to be heroes, warriors, and voices for his kingdom. Doesn't that sound amazing? Dun, dun, dun. Standing on the hillside, the mighty men of God, Moses standing with the tablets. You've seen those pictures of Moses standing there with his white hair blowing in the wind, and he's got the tablets in his hands, and he's just standing there like a mighty man of God. Yes. Moses. <laughs> but when you get in there and you start reading about these men and women, great heroes, great warriors, great voices for the kingdom of God, the Bible has more superheroes in it than you can imagine. It's just a matter of getting in that word. I've said it many times. Get in that word, folks. You'd be surprised. There's so many great nuggets in it. And like I said, I want you to seriously consider reading your Bible. Honestly, this is the truth. You will never get a full understanding of the Bible if you never open it and just rely on others to read it to you in a once or twice week church service. You know what I mean? If you just go in and, and the pastor's talking about faith that week. Yes, you're going to learn something about faith, but that's all you're going to learn about because in half of that, you're only going to retain 20 minutes of that, depending on whether you're taking notes or not. And so there's so much you know, you get that little bit of time and that's it. But coming home, kicking up your feet, reading the word of God. I've said it many times. Getting in the word is so amazing. You can learn so much. The Holy Spirit will speak to you. Things will come out and pop out of the pages. And some of you know what I mean. You'll sit back, start reading the word of God. And the next thing you know, you're like, I never saw that before. I didn't realize that's what happened with Samson. Oh my gosh, I got to keep reading. And you're reading about the judges. You know what I mean? And you're reading about this one and that one, and it just grows your spirit, man. You get fed the word of God. Okay, see, I just went on a rant. Okay, so here we go back. The ultimate free gift, back to the ultimate free gift, which you guys know, most of you know, the ultimate free gift is salvation through Jesus Christ. And of course, many of you know the saying, nothing is ever free. Someone had to pay for it. Just like when some people say freedom isn't free. You know, I was in the military. I've served my country, and there's many of you out there listening that are also serving our country right now and the different countries around the world. God bless you as you continue to be out there doing that. Stay safe out there, please. You know, and in this case, that someone was Jesus Christ dying on the cross. He paid the price. Jesus Christ dying on the cross as a sacrifice for the sins and future sins of the world. In order to make things right after the fall of Adam and Eve, God had to come up with a plan to rid the earth of Satan's rule and save mankind. Just as John 3, 16 and 17 says, For this is how, and this is out of the New Living Translation, I love how it's worded. For this is how God loved the world. This, what I'm about to tell you, is how he loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. Praise God right there. Amen. I heard somebody say amen out there. I'm saying it right now. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. 
sending his son, Jesus Christ, as a sinless man to pay the ultimate price to live among us as a human and demonstrate what it is to walk in holiness. Isn't that powerful? Jesus was the perfect example of what a spiritual man or woman should look like. He walked in love, stood up against the religious spirits of that day that wanted to control people with rules and regulations. Very important. The Sadducees and the Pharisees. He healed the sick. He raised the dead, fed the hungry, and most importantly, showed everyone the way to salvation through him. Amen. He gave of himself freely so we all could step into a new life of being redeemed through Jesus Christ, which allows us to now have a relationship with God as it was in the beginning with Adam originally, spending time, having fellowship, spending time with one another. So right now, some of you are thinking to yourselves, why me? Right? You're thinking, Steve, why me? Why would God even consider saving someone like me? You have no idea, none of what I have done in my life. I'm not worthy. I don't deserve forgiveness from anyone. You know, there's some voices out there and you're saying these things and you almost turned me off to listen to something else until you heard that portion. The goal when I share my podcast is to reach you right where you're at, right in your heart. No matter where you're at, whether you're in your work truck, your car, a bus, wherever, on your lawnmower here coming up when the weather gets warmer, depending on where you live, I want to be able to talk to you personally, you, one-on-one, to you. And so when you're sitting there saying these things, I'm not worthy. I want you to know you are worthy. And I'll touch on that in the next episode. But if that's you, then here's what I have to say to you. That is a lie straight from the pits of hell, period. The enemy wants you to believe you are not worthy of love. You hear me? The enemy wants you to think you're not worthy of love or forgiveness, and that's why it says in John 10.10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But Jesus says, and this is him saying, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Jesus Christ came to give you life and life abundantly. Don't let the enemy steal your joy. Don't let him steal your soul. Understand? You are created by God. Okay, this is you I'm talking to. You need to know who you are, and I'm telling you right now, you are a creation, a beautiful creation by God. You didn't come from monkeys. Surprise. Hate to tell you, but I'm going to tell you. You didn't come from a monkey. And you know why? Because you can go to the zoo and still see monkeys. Don't you think if you evolved from a monkey that monkeys wouldn't exist anymore? Just a thought. But anyway, I don't want to get on that trail. But anyway, you're God's creation and he wants you to know that he loves you and wants to have a relationship with you. That's why we say God the Father. He is our heavenly Father. If you're a dad out there, you know what it's like to hold your child in your arms and to love your child no matter how old they are, to have your child close and love on them, and no matter what they do, you would just show them love. That, and then more, is how much God loves us and the type of relationship he wants with you and me. 
So this ultimate free gift, of course, is salvation. Salvation is defined as deliverance from sin and its consequences, delivered from harm, ruin, or loss. Because Adam and Eve sinned, the human race was cursed and doomed to die an eternal death and separation from God forever. Man, until God's plan unfolded through Jesus Christ, yay! <laughs> Let me say that again. Until God's plan unfolded through Jesus Christ, amen. Now we have a way to reconnect with God, and that is through Jesus Christ. Christ died on the cross and three days later was raised from the dead victoriously. That is why we celebrate Resurrection Week, or some of you call it Easter. That's why we celebrate that time, and most of you know that already. Now, the key thing you must realize is that you too can be made whole through Jesus Christ. By asking him into your life, just as I described in episode 136, the greatest of all gifts. I want you to know today, if you didn't listen to episode 136, listen to this one and listen to episode 136 as well. Will you consider asking him into your life today and repenting of your sins and turning to God? I'm asking you a serious question. I'm asking you personally, one-on-one, -on -one, are you ready to make that decision? In the next episode, I will be explaining some of the misunderstandings as well as tips and suggestions on how to walk with the Lord once you are saved. These messages are so important because they can change your life forever and ever. Amen. Truth. So Romans 10, 9 through 10 in the English Standard Version reads, Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. That's the word of God right there. The Apostle Paul wrote that in Romans 10. He also wrote in Romans 10, 13, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Period. So if you would like to ask Jesus Christ into your life, then today is the day. Today, right now. Don't wait another day, my friends. Believe, repent, and receive and start the new journey. Let's get your foot in the door right now. Right this minute. And if that's you, right where you're at, in your home, in your car, wherever you are, you can even be in the work office. Just don't get in trouble with the boss. <laughs> but seriously, I want you to start by praying the following. This is very important. You can even put it into your own words. But here's a basic outline to go by. You ready? Let's pray. And just, you know, you can repeat after me. And like I said, you know, you're repenting. You're asking Jesus Christ into your life. You're admitting that you're a sinner. You're turning away from that sin and turning to God and asking God into your life. Very important. So here it is. Dear Lord Jesus, I truly don't know where to begin, but I know I need you in my life. I know I need your help in my life, and I'm ready to start the journey of salvation with you. I know that I'm a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. 
I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Now, if you prayed that in faith and believe, you have to believe in what you're saying. And if you ask Jesus Christ into your life today, please let me know. Comment and let me know so we can guide you to the next steps to help you. Salvation is never just meant to be something that you experience in two minutes. And then, hey, I'm saved, and you run off and go live the way you always lived. No, that's not what it's about. Because Jesus commanded the disciples and apostles to make disciples of all the nations. So you're not going to be alone on this journey. So keep that in mind. You know, Jesus didn't just go and talk to the disciples. He was with them for three and a half years, training, teaching, equipping, and so forth. And that's the same thing. There's many people all around the world that want to just reach out and talk and type back and forth and even call and help people to grow in Christ. And that's where the next step is. Very important. You ask Jesus Christ into your life. You probably have a Bible around your house. And if you don't, put a comment in the comment section. No matter what country you're from, we're going to figure out, especially in other countries, on where we can get you Bibles from. And if you know of locations where we can get Bibles for people, that other ministries can give them Bibles, please, by all means, put it in the comment section. This is so important. We need to reach people around the world for Jesus Christ. Souls being saved because we don't know what the world is going to come to. We don't know what the world's going to bring. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow because tomorrow's not promised to any of us. So folks, take the time and ask Jesus Christ into your life. It's not too late. And if you did, welcome to the family. It's time to get on with the next step. Get in touch with us. Let me know. We'll go from there. Sound good? Let's pray. So, Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for this opportunity to be able to share another message about salvation, the greatest free gift ever, the ultimate free gift, you giving your life for us as being the official sacrifice, the last sacrifice for sin. So I thank you, Lord. We thank you. I know I speak for millions when I say, we thank you, Lord, for what you did for us. So right now we pray for all those individuals that asked you into their life that asked you, Jesus Christ, into their lives to be their Savior and Lord, and that they seriously mean it, and that they're going to repent of their sins. They repented of their sins, and they're going to turn away from those sins, and they're going to get the help they need and the people to surround them to help them with the next step, with discipleship, because it's so important. We need discipleship. We need those who are willing to take the time out for souls and disciple them in the Word. So we pray for those people, Lord, because we know the harvest is plenty. We need the workers. So, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the opportunity. I thank you for the opportunity to share the gospel, to share the message around the world, right here in my home, reaching people on the other side of the world. I thank you. We pray for protection for all those out there who've asked Jesus Christ into their life. We thank you so much for them. We thank you for the new souls being saved. Praise God. And for those standing on the fence, we pray that they'll make the right decision as well to come closer to you, Lord. And I just thank you for all the listeners and watchers. We pray for them and their families. We thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, if you ask Jesus Christ into your life, leave me a comment, write me, get in touch with me. 
I love talking to folks. So let's get in touch and we'll go from there. Sound good? Thank you for making the decision. You won't regret it. You won't regret it. So with that being said, hey, folks, don't forget to spread the word. If you know someone who needs Jesus Christ in their life, make sure you share episode 136 and this one, 137, and the next one. So with that being said, hey, God bless you all. Get connected with me. Love you all. Take care of yourselves. Peace.